Hola, hola. Hello. Hello. We could just get into it. Hey, Peter, shove off. Brilliant. Okay, I think we can just start. Hi, Chapter 11. Hi, Chapter 8. You're listening to the Fearless Mini-Pod, a limited mini-series of super short episodes in which we talk about the chapters of the book Fear Less, transforming fear into courage within relationships, career, society, and self. Bex, why don't you give us an update on our virtual book club? Do you have any info about hashtag where is golden brick book 22? Yeah. So um, for those who might need a refresher, we're bringing together a fearless virtual book club. Some of you are listening to this podcast because you've already heard about it. And I'll just explain a little bit more in case someone is just jumping in on this chapter of the, of the podcast and hasn't heard the back episodes yet. In order to kick off the uh, Fearless Virtual Book Club, we did something a little unusual. In Canada on Vancouver Island, there are now plus or minus 400 little free libraries dispersed across the communities at the southern tip. So we've taken 44 copies of Fearless, stuck a letter onto the inside cover of the sister copies, and I have dispersed them amongst the little free libraries situated across the town of Langford, Greater Victoria, and the Saanich Peninsula. So those who find a copy of your left via the little free libraries arm of our outreach to readers when they open the book they'll learn that at kprj mini pod is the instagram home of the fearless virtual book club it's the hub for those who have found or purchased or been gifted a copy of fearless so whether you're an introvert or an extrovert there's room for every personality in our virtual book club and you are invited yes and you are. yeah <laughs> And this Fearless Mini-Pod is what we have launched in order to kick off the conversation. So if you want to participate in the conversation, then you can join us on Instagram and comment on our posts and connect with other readers that way. And the nice thing about Instagram is that you can follow us at, at KTRJ Mini-Pod and not engage if you don't want to. So if you're an introvert and you are not interested in interacting with the other virtual book club members, but you're still curious about where is Golden Brick Book 22, for example, then you can just observe. So again, if you're an extrovert or an introvert, we are welcoming every reader and every personality. The update I have for Where's Golden Brick Book 22, I will say that I was able to go back to the little free library where I know I had placed it, and it is gone. So we will see. Maybe the (laughs) first person who picked it up is an introvert and doesn't want to engage, and then they'll read the book and put it back. And then the next person might be the one who gets to claim the prize for finding Golden Brick Book 22. Either way, they... um, They can let us know that they have found the book by either commenting on the post that's related to that on our Instagram, or they can also email hello at littlecrabpress.ca so that one way or the other, the first person who claims that they have found Golden Bird Book 22 will get super cool prizes. Awesome. And they they can also send a DM, right? Oh, yeah. Into our Instagram inbox as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Right. There are ways. <laughs> I, can you tell that I very rarely get DMs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
in this podcast, we share with each other a specific part of each chapter that Kristen and I have highlighted for any reason and see if the other one of us selected the same part. Chapter seven is called Fear is a Gift, Discovering It at the Top of the Stairs and was written by Lorreen Hughes. Lorreen is a fitness and wellness coach and she runs Scary Bunny B6, which helps women embrace a healthy lifestyle. She lives in Alberta. And Laureen went from being a team sport adverse introvert who was traumatized <laughs> by her school phys ed classes, as I was, <laughs> to a fitness instructor who found joy in exercise and discovered it as a way to build confidence, which is awesome. You can connect with Laureen on Instagram. She's at, at scarybunnybfit. Bfit is B-E-F-I-T. Or check out her website, which is www.scarybunnybefit.com. Okay, Becky, in Lorene's chapter, Fear is a Gift, what quote chimed for you and why? So I picked a crazy short quote. We say we don't summarize the book, but I, for context, I should just point out that this is about Lorene's experience with her aging parents. Mm-hmm. And she takes us on her journey of navigating that whole experience. I don't want to get too specific because we always, we don't want to spoil anything. So my quote was, fear of failing mom was agonizing. Mm-hmm. Was that yours? <laughs> no, but no. yeah. No, <laughs> no it's not why, mine, but okay. that's, um, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Pretty relatable. Yeah. The reason why I highlighted it was that when you can, when you read that, you would think fear of failing mom was agonizing. Okay. So why would that be agonizing? Because in a general sense, not in the reading sense, that sentence could mean worrying that your mom isn't going to love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And I read that and thought, well, I'm not afraid that my mommy will ever not love me unconditionally <laughs> because she does. Um, yep. She listens to the podcast. Hi, mom. <laughs> um, so I would not agonize over worrying about losing my mom's love or her being disappointed in me to such a degree that it would like harm our relationship or something like that. Not like I never disappoint her, but <laughs> um, uh, just little things here and there. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking that, you know, fear of failing mom doesn't necessarily have to do with how much or how little she loves you. You can still fail your mom when the relationship switches from parent-child to parent-caretaking child. Yeah, yeah. And so you could have the best relationship in the world and exterior factors can affect whether or not you feel like you failed your mom. She could say you've done the best job in the world and you might feel like you haven't lived up to that. Yeah. And so, you know, you and I were starting our 40s it's a bit early. We're blessed that it's a bit early for us to be worrying about this. It's not early for some people, of course, but for us, it is. And so there's a lot of unknowns in this subject matter of, mm-hmm. of chapter seven, you know? And so it was a little bit of like a, a nice, welcoming, open door to subject matter that can be hard to prepare for. Yes. And yeah. that you don't necessarily think think about until you're in the middle of it mm-hmm. because you don't want to yeah and I think we all eventually start preparing for our own 
aging or, mm. you know, like I talked to my husband about, you know, like what he should do if I ever passed away and what kind of funeral mm. I want and, you know, having a will for your children. But I have never thought about preparing for my parents needing to go into a home or getting sick or anything like that. Like I'm sure they've considered their own scenario, mm-hmm. but it is going to be something that's going to happen. And it is something I'm going to have to discuss with my siblings and figure out. And I've just literally never thought of it before until mm-hmm. reading the chapter. And I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen to me. Yeah. And my parents. <sighs> and I, I also appreciate the angle that she comes at with her fitness experience and again I don't want to summarize too much but I just have to say that it's a chapter that everyone could read mm-hmm. I think because there's it's not full of advice or something but there's there's good advice in there <laughs> yeah and yeah. and maybe for people of our age and our generation who you know up until this chapter don't know, know where to start mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was, like, nodding along with everyone's experiences because Mm -hmm. I I was really relating to them and, like, yes, I've been there. Right. And then I got to hers, and I was like, oh, this is where I'm going next. So, Kristen, quote. (laughs) (laughs) So, I will read mine. Fear may begin as cold dread in the pit of our stomach. It can Mm -hmm. feel suffocating and force us to take a road less traveled. But it can also bring out a strength of spirit in us that we never knew existed. And conquering it can leave our hearts bursting with pride. I just have to cut in and say, that was the one I wondered if you were going to. I knew that you knew I was going to take that one. I literally underlined it and I was like, you know, this is mine already. Obviously. It made me think about your daughter and what you've been talking about with, well, both the girls really, like helping them to understand and process the benefits of pushing through fear. Yeah, but I want you to. Yeah, I want you to. Yeah. Describe you know what? Her. What's funny is I didn't. It didn't chime for for me because I was thinking of of my daughter's anxiety. It chimed for me because it made me think of, and I talk about this. I don't know if I talk about this in my chapter or if I talk about it in my bio. I can't remember. But at some point in this book, I talk about how <laughs> I pushed myself to keep moving to new places like new cities, new provinces, new countries, even though it was something I was terrified of, you know, like when you, you're afraid of something. So you watch that, you watch a show on it or a documentary on it. Like I'm afraid of sharks. So I watch every shark week. Oh, I don't know why. Just to like, uh, I don't know. So oh, I, I thought you would do the opposite. No. <laughs> Unplug the TV during shark week. No, when I'm <laughs> afraid of something, I often am like sort of hooked on exposing myself to it. So Uh my experience was moving to across the country after high school to go to a city that I'd never been to before and where I didn't know anyone, which was like terrifying to me. And and I actually wanted to stay in my hometown and stay in my house and not, and like not even move into residence. And then after university, I moved to a whole other country and, and I did that multiple times in my adulthood. And so I just, I related to the idea of fear can start as this cold pit in your stomach. It's this primal Mm -hmm. bodily sensation that's like alarm, 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 danger, don't. And then if you sort of push through it because you know there isn't danger, you're not actually about to fall off a cliff, (laughs) then it can literally walk you through a door into a different chapter of your life or a different experience. 
but you kind of need to experience that cold pit in your stomach and go suck it up, take a big breath and then kind of keep going and then come out the other side and look behind you. And you're like, Whoa, I just, did that and I'm still kind of shaky about it right but I feel great like you're full of adrenaline like I imagine that's how bungee jumpers feel right yeah. um so I just I feel like I've put myself in that situation so many times and I'm so glad that I did all of those things that really scared me or put me out pushed me outside of my comfort zone um, yeah because I wasn't I I sold myself as being this like really outgoing adventurous person but really deep down I was the opposite you know so yeah or, or were you? I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like maybe you still it was, did it, right? I wanted to be that, and I think yeah. I knew deep down that it would benefit me to try on the like costume of being adventurous, outgoing person. And eventually, I sort of became her. You know, like I wore that outfit mm. enough that I became her. And it doesn't mean that it didn't scare me every single time I pushed through that cold dread. But the more I did it, the less fear I felt. Like, it subsided every time. And now mm-hmm. I feel like I can do all sorts of things, like, without even thinking about it. Because I can look back on my life and be like, I did this and this and this and this and this. And look how great it ended up because I did that. And I made it through. So it gave me confidence. And it sort of helped me become the person that I secretly wanted to be. It also reminds me of um, how you come across people who think that bravery is being brave means that you come riding up to a conflict or a problem or something scary, you know, and you're just already brave, brave. You're already, yeah. yeah, Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. So the way that you get brave isn't necessarily that you come into a trial or tribulation bursting with confidence and then remain confident all the way through the adversity and then come out the other side and go like, ha ha, I knew it was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. And, <laughs> and it is fine. And I'm done. I'm brave. I, I don't know. I've just encountered like, I don't know, people in interviews or people who've written stories or characters in movies or, you know, it, this, it comes up quite a lot that people have a misconception, not everyone, but people have a misconception of what, does courage look like what does Mm -hmm. being courageous what does being brave look like and Mm -hmm. you know that fearless the book is has 14 different examples of that and it is to be honest when I first read this because I don't have all the same backgrounds as everybody I didn't completely and immediately see all of the subtle differences Mm -hmm. But in doing the podcast and reading things again, I'm realizing that like there are actually really more, the themes are more distinct than I thought they were to do with relationships, career, society, and self. You've got a few authors writing about relationships, a couple authors talking about career paths, et cetera, et cetera. And they do have different roots that go into the same tree of going through a process and fearing less at the end of it. I mean, that's why I really like the title because we, some of you might not know this, some of you might know this, but originally it was going to be called Fear is a Liar, but we felt like that was too prescriptive and that we were going to have 14 people saying, here's our formula for telling fear to go, (laughs) I don't want to say anything. I want, I love swearing and I want to swear, but I'm not going to because someone might have this on in their minivan with their kids. So fear less 
it is almost a joke in a way because it's like it's still going to be with you but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just reframing it and reframing it and that's I mean that's what happens after you go through an experience if you reflect then you can carry it with you with a new aspect to the story that brings something that used to feel like a burden or something detrimental to your life and you can like <laughs> like Lorene Hughes says fear is a gift yeah after you've gone through the experience masterful segue um well we had a chapter called fear as a teacher was our last yeah. chapter so like the yeah. idea that you know some fear isn't always necessarily a bad thing it isn't necessarily always a liar either mm. like it has so much potential to teach you something or allow you to learn something about yourself mm-hmm. and so sometimes you need to sort of accept it and thank it and move on from it that way mm-hmm does it for your teaser taste of chapter seven from Fearless. You can order Fearless online through the publisher, Golden Brick Road Publishing, www.goldenbrickroad.pub. Or of course, use Indigo or Amazon. Thanks for listening. Come back next time to hear if Becky and I choose the same quote within our own chapters. (gasps) That's right. Next time we'll be doing a double episode of chapter eight and chapter 11 combined. While we wait for our Fearless Minipod episode 8 plus 11 to be released in the coming weeks, join the conversation at our Instagram, at KTRJ Minipod, or you can send this podcast a voice message on anchor.fm. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I like how I told you I was ready, and now I need to go uh, drink water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not weather person like I actually like <laughs> my body and my brain powers down if it's over like 25 degrees <laughs> <laughs> yes.